This is Danny from Baltimore, Maryland, representing one of the six Wolves fans in Baltimore. You're listening to the DU Football Show. How about that? Yeah. Good old Danny. They finally I, got a win then. Uh, well, no, they got a draw. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They did draw. End up, uh, Palace scored late. The main reason why I mentioned them is they had their first national meetup in Chicago this weekend. Oh. So we got a ton of Wolves supporters wanting to do something nice and give them a little shout out. Good that's job, great. everybody. Let's start the show. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston. Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right AA, the fucking Gooner Graham. Smoke of a lord, but straight in shorts. Sam Grammy. Sam Graham. Hello and welcome to the Drunken United Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League is told by two common American schmucks. I'm your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me, I'm not even going to make fun of his hair, the plain injured although self-induced, Mr. Samuel Graham. Sammy, how we doing today, brother? Uh, good thing I got this water. Yeah. Oof. Fucking need it, huh? Yeah, I'm struggling. I just, you are somebody drink a little bit too much, and their <laughs> yeah. birthday's coming up, and they're starting to discover what hangovers in their 30s are like. Yeah, it's bad. And what's funny is, is I'll be 36 uh, as this is released Yeah. Uh, uh, on the 17th. So, yeah. Finally, six years, finally discovering what a 30-year-old hangover is. You are fucking hurting. It's actually it's actually making me very happy to see you hurt. I know. Uh, you really enjoy when I'm hungover for some reason. I do very, very much. Because <laughs> I just know that for myself as I uh, you know, have experienced the 40-year-old two-day hangovers and things of that nature, you used to make fun of me. And it's just like the beauty of me being old, and I don't mind it, is that you're only catching me. So it's only a matter of time, you know, because at some point I'll be dead and gone and you'll be getting to my age eventually. Yeah, and, that's true. And you get to go through all the shit that you've busted my balls about, you get to fucking deal with. Yep, that's true. We're recording at the DU Public House just outside the nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Please be sure to rate, subscribe, review, and share with a footballing friend. Should you want to chat with us, there is many ways that you can. Mr. Graham, tell the good people how they can get in touch. Sure. It is at D Football Show on all your social media platforms and Show at gmail.com to get in touch via email. Excellent. And uh, as I had mentioned before, our buddy uh, Danny with the Baltimore Wolves, uh, follow the Baltimore Wolves on Twitter and go give them a look. Like I said, they did a national meetup. And uh, we've got a bunch of, obviously, Paul and the boys from Whole Lot of Wolves down in the south and uh, in Houston support us. And we just... Uh, just really great to see more yeah. and more clubs starting to do the national meetups, starting to, you know, really grow the brand and the sport here in the United States. And it doesn't always need to be United and Arsenal right. and Chelsea and in Liverpool. It's it's good to see that all the clubs are starting to get representation and people are really starting to get into them. Yeah, for sure. I mean, from top to bottom throughout the Premier League, we've got people that we know that support each of those clubs and. It's important that the bottom of the league represented, even on the show. Yeah, exactly. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Yeah, you you had to make this next weekend's game mean something, didn't you? You had you like you couldn't just go and. It ain't gonna it ain't gonna mean much. Doesn't Norwich play Tottenham? 
Oh, uh, yeah. But yeah, we're fucked. Uh, oh, man, you know what I just realized? I didn't pull out the Malort yet. I got to get that because you've oh, got fuck. two shots and you're hungover. Oh, this is going to be brilliant. I can't, I can't bank them, can I? Nope. Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirit industry and both have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. Some last night more than most. But as the red-blooded Americans who we are, we have had to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every single show we have completed. The Whiskey Advocate Top 20. Yes, we did. Which means one thing, Sammy. What is it? It is time for the gin binge. Hell yeah. You know, uh, the, since the list, it was actually had all 20. And if that happens again next year, uh, might I recommend we start the season with a gin binge? Because, that you know, think of it. In 38 weeks, 20 of them are taken up by uh, Whiskey Advocate. Yeah. Which I don't mind doing. I mean, I, I love doing. So I think it's worth it. Yeah, for sure. It's okay. fine. All right, why don't you tell us about the gin we got All right, and so the we have tonic we got. Starlight Distillery. Uh, there's Simon's 1794 signature, American Dry Gin. Comes in at 92.4 proof. Um, it is uh, probably familiar to most people as we've had this uh, this distillery before, just their whiskey. Um, so this will be the first time we're having their gins. Uh, it's got a big juniper nose, but I also kind of leads to a lot of citrus and i'm thinking that this may not be so juniper forward yeah the on the I, palate i can i've had the gin before and like it's very much got that new world american style which is typically citrus heavy right it smells delicious you said it's about 35 to 45 dollars on the shelf right somewhere yeah, in that sort amounts. of range yeah <clears throat> like you said it always really depends on Especially with gin. It's very herbaceous, too. What kind of... Uh, well, I mean, it's a full-fledged farm that they... Yeah. You know, it was it was a farm before it was a distillery. That's where the Huber family made the bulk of its, you know, money as as, as who they are in the... Uh, who's calling you? I'm just interested. I think it's probably Tegan's school, because she was out today. Ah, very good. I think it's one of those. So one of those voice recordings. Lovely. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, the... A lot of the newer world style will tend to have that big citrus jump. And then on the pricing, um, there's such a big deal in quantity discounting. So, like, if you mix this in with a bunch of other whiskeys and stuff like that, <clears throat> pardon me, you can also then get it at a cheaper price as well. Right. So, yeah. Yep. Oh, I'm fucking up. You know what I haven't even done? What's that? I didn't even pull out a notepad to write notes. Nice. I am a fucking mess today. Sweet. I got a lot going on You're over here. You're worse than me right I, now. I know. Go for Actually. Um, and then with this, we have the uh, Q Spectacular uh, Tonic Water, um, which is one that I sell. It's a, a good brand, good quality mixers. Um, that's what the Q is, is quality. Yep, it is. It's so, decent stuff. Yeah. Good little tonic. Um, come in cans, come in bottles, all sorts of packages. They have, uh, I think... 500 mls also something like that mm -hmm. um bottles big ones um yeah just excellent basic tonic water yeah and uh as always you want to make sure with the with with tonic and mixers in general put it in the refrigerator ice cold for fuck's sake do not do a warm tonic and also the quality of the tonic you buy like in a pinch you're making a bunch of gin and tonic sure use your sweps or grocery store brand even for 99 cents but when you're going to have yourself be like, hey, I'm going to drink a couple of gin and tonics tonight, buy a really good tonic. Yeah, get the four-pack of uh, you know Fever Tree or of Q or yeah. what have you. Excellent. And what else should we always do, Mr. Graham? 
Always remember to drink responsibly, unlike I did last night. Yeah, no shit. Where one would say, not just last night, all day. <laughs> Somebody went on a binge that didn't involve gin yesterday. Yeah, it was. I was disappointed because we were supposed to go see Limp Bizkit, and that's Xnade. Oh, so man. I just got disappointed, and just once I started drinking, that was it. Yes, I was playing poker with you last night, and you were playing the set list on your phone as it would be going in the concert. Yeah, Sleepless, I was, in, I was living, depressed. Living your best nineties, uh, early two thousands. Thank ex, you, exennial, fucking just white trash life. It was pretty great. Yeah, it was pretty great. Yeah. You know, looking like Fred Durst with the gray hair sitting in your lazy paying, boy chair on paying stage. Paying for it today, big time. No shit you are. All right, well, so we're going to do a little bit differently because there was a lot of games going on, and obviously it's, quote, week 37, but because of COVID earlier in the year, there was just so many makeup games that had to be done. <clears throat> it's less about the score lines and more about the stories surrounding those score lines. So, you know, we're typically we'd sit there and talk about goals and stuff like that. It's really not the point of discussion. But there yeah, are... I mean, there was only one good game this weekend, really, yeah, and that was, was City West Ham. Yeah, really one. Everything really else good. was kind of shit, to be honest. Yeah, and and even then, Mark Noble's the bigger story than the game itself. You know, <laughs> yeah. you couple that all together. But we do have multiple storylines, and that's what we're going to kind of break it down into. So let's start with the top, where you know what? It's the battle for the title, and it's we're getting right down to the wire. Liverpool 2, Aston Villa 1, Man City 5, Wolverhampton 1, Man City 2, West Ham 2. Um, in the midweek, uh, obviously, uh, Liverpool won the FA Cup this weekend on Saturday. Uh, you found it entertaining. I found it boring as fuck. I thought it was a decent game. Um, both t- both sides had chances. Both sides you know, <laughs> went for it. Yeah. Uh, and that took Chelsea a while to grow into the game. But when they finally did, um, they had chances. Allison and... Um, uh, Benjamin Mendy, not Benjamin Mendy. It was Mendy. Yeah, but Benjamin Mendy, isn't he the one that's in jail for City? Uh, the left back, or are they both Benjamin Mendy? They're both Benjamin Mendy, okay. I believe, yeah. Something. But Mendy, anyway, the keeper. Mendy, the keeper, is who I'm talking Chelsea. about. Yes. Uh, both of them had great games, I thought. They both saved well when they needed to. I think Allison took one <laughs> off the face at one point. Mm-hmm. It was it was a good game. We call that pulling a Pickford, thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> uh, the, the one thing that uh, just... Side note as a keeper, that's the worst, is that you lose on penalties. You save one, but two of the five hit you square in the hands. Like, I mean, yeah. you get a piece of it. You know, I mean, it's not square in the hands. You get a piece of it, and you're just like, fuck, just a, a second sooner, a little harder. I could have gotten that. Like yep. you. So as a keeper, you just beat yourself up like crazy when it's really not your fault because you're not supposed to save that shot in the first fucking place. Right. Well, and, and the fact that you even got there is a miracle. Saving from your countrymen. Is huge. And yeah. then maybe I feel terrible for Mason Mount. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, after losing the the penalty shootout, it wasn't his fault, but losing the penalty shootout with England mm-hmm. for the Euros, to then penalties in the Carabao Cup, to then mm-hmm. penalties here in the FA Cup, it's just it's rough, man. Tell you what, that's a bad run at Wembley for for that for that young man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very true. And uh, it's you know, so now two two of the possible four legs of the quadruple are in the books for Liverpool. Yes, they are. Um, and 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 thanks to City, City opened the fucking door. The title's there to be won if it goes all the right. Now they need help. Yep. They need Villa to beat City, which is a tall fucking task. And they also have to make up that goal differential, right? But well, um, oh no, they, because they they'll be in hand, yeah, 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 which is Southampton, which they're prone to 
allowing nine or six or all kinds of goals on them. That's true. So, and you have to imagine this midweek tomorrow, it'll be actually Tuesday when it happens on your birthday. You have to imagine Liverpool's going to go for the jugular there. But all that being said, Villa had a scrappy fucking match against Liverpool. They played them hard. Oh, yeah. They they broke up play well. They, they did everything they were supposed to do when you're playing a team better than you are. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. yeah it's a... Uh, Stevie G's got to be happy with his boys as a, as a whole with the result. They they played very well. Um, you know, all the jokes aside of him as the as a you know a former Liverpool player, his team didn't play like they were bending over. They played him tough. I did find it funny Mane getting away with it again. Fouls Douglas Louise. Douglas Louise falls over and uh, puts his hand on the ball, and the handball gets called on Douglas Louise. Yeah, I'm like. There, there's another, there's another player that's starting to get this status too, like Mane, where it's just like he's not fouls aren't being called on him, and all the fouls are being called for him, kind of thing. You right. Know? Yeah. Where, where, where certain other players get their jerseys pulled, and the one time they don't fall to the ground, and everybody goes, ah, should have fallen to the ground, mate. What the fuck? Right. The fucking double standard. But the, well, exactly. That's just it, isn't it? <clears throat> How badly? We, I hinted at this already. How badly is Liverpool going to whoop Southampton? Um, I'm thinking five or six nil. Yeah, because that's goal differential. Yeah, they they've got to they, they need we, it. Um, so Kevin De Bruyne four, City one, Wolves one. <laughs> Took that game over, didn't he? Um, it, no offense to Son, who's uh, one of the goal scoring leaders and has had an amazing year and definitely deserves to be pointed out. Even my, despite my feelings on him, he's been fucking incredible, and it's worth mentioning. But the player of the season is Kevin De Bruyne. It's not even up for fucking debate. He's the best player in the fucking world right now. Yeah, I would. I tend to agree with you there. Um, not even up for debate. He's probably he's the won't, fucking best. He probably won't get the ball on door. Yeah. Simply because usually, uh, traditionally, it goes to the team that's won the Champions League. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best player on the team that's won the Champions League. Yeah. Traditionally, that's either Cristiano Ronaldo or Lionel Messi, yeah. uh, until it wasn't, which was Luka Modric's year. Mm-hmm. Um, but Messi and Ronaldo both were terrible this, this season. So we will have a new, brand new golden ball winner. It very well may be Luka Modric again. Yeah. <laughs> One could argue he's playing better right now than he did when he won in the season that he won the um, mm-hmm. uh, Ballon d'Or. Oh. So we'll see. Oh, it's uh, the completely different league, but a lot of credit to what? Real Madrid has done, and particularly now it's a down year in La Liga, but what Carlo Ancelotti has done. Yeah. Oh, baby, come back. <laughs> I, I miss you, Carlo. I love you. I love you, Carlo. Please come back. I love That's, you. Uh, yeah. Imagine. <laughs> Things would be so much better if you were here. Imagine. Um, Really not much in that game other than the fact that just fucking De Bruyne was fucking amazing. Um, but the big thing, the big thing to talk about, and we mentioned this in the draw, and we'll get into the the nuts and bolts a little bit of the draw for um, for City and West Ham. But it's the end of an amazing stewardship. Sixteen solid years with one club as a pro. Eighteen total. Stand up and be counted, son, Mister Mark Noble. Yeah, all at a little pissed off at NBC Sports cut away to show highlights at the end when the guard of honor was out. like that's an important as fuck player for for a good team yeah. for a for a sport that you're trying to grow the fan, fan base if that was Jordan Henderson for Liverpool they'd be fucking showing something right yeah that when it's Fernandinho even though they'll be 
potentially winning a title, they'll fucking do something about like bad form. Fucking yeah, I thought, I, oh. I, I thought so too. Uh, but it was class act as usual by all accounts, a consummate professional. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, I mean, there's not much else to say. He's just, he's a class act. He's a, he's a pro's pro. And he's, he's opened his mouth when he needs to. Oh, he's yeah. spoken out against ownership when he feels it yep. needs to be done. And um, I, I respect, you know, I mean, I know we're not huge fans of the Dildo Brothers uh, and how West Ham supporters are not huge fans of the Dildo Brothers. But, but that being said, they understood that that was the captain speaking and that was the captain speaking with frustration and they let it happen. They didn't hurt him. They didn't yep. do anything bad to they him. They sell didn't him. try to sell him. Right. Like you just, so that I was it, much like when Leighton Baines had his final season, it just, it's worth mentioning what a monster key person this is to the English premier league, not just West Ham. I mean, Absolutely. It's monster. I loved his, I'm sorry, I loved his line um, where he said, this day means so much to me, means so much to my family. He said, by family, I mean all 60,000 of you. Ah. It's like, oh, (laughs) it's all in the feels. You're like, yep. I'm like, can we come down and hug you, please? All 60,000 of us at once. (laughs) It was awesome. And then they were singing, chanting his name uh, in the middle of his speech, and uh, he started tearing up. And the stadium announcer that was there with him uh, doing the presentation and the, the kind of talking points uh, was like, y'all aren't making it any easier for him. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah. Now, uh, on, but then on, I remembered it was West Ham and I was like, ah, fuck these cons. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're, you're welcome, Smokey. Uh, the match itself, uh, Gerard Bowen, if he can start being consistent because we see him take over matches like this. He's done this three, four times this season. Yeah, for sure. If he could do it consistently and be a 15 goal, 15 assist kind of guy, which he's 10 and 10 now total. I think he could be 15 and 15 in the league alone, be a 2020 guy total. If he can do that consistently, you're not as reliant on Antonio, and you really, really get to improve yourself without having to invest money to do it. I mean, he's he's fucking stellar. Yeah, he is. Uh, I honestly, with a couple of people that have had tough goes of it this season, that you come to mind that would possibly be on the on the boat out there mm-hmm. in the World Cup. Uh, Mason Greenwood would mm-hmm. occupy one of those wide spots. Um, obviously in prison right uh marcus rashford mm-hmm. oftentimes occupies one of those wide spots um jaden sancho's not been playing great mm-hmm. would occupy one of those wide spots if they're not involved why not give gerard bowen a chance i completely agree i think he deserves it so do i, I absolutely absolutely deserves and he, a it, i mean it was perfect i mean what good finishes both of them were great finishes Mm-hmm. And there you are, two nothing at the half. You're fucking rolling, and City find a way to claw it back. You know what? Grealish might have just earned all 100 million that it cost to buy bring him in by getting yeah. that goal quickly. No shit. Um, yeah, but uh, I mean that was had the intensity and ferocity with which they approached the second half was insane. Yeah, 
Um, but West Ham's game plan worked out well. I mean, it gave them that lead going into <laughs> halftime where there was two counterattacks. They had chances. There was the one from uh-huh. Antonio that he just put over the net. Yeah, right there. I, he, I feel like he should have driven directly at. It's what he does best. He's not a he's not a finesse guy. He's a go right at the keeper, fucking shove it down their throat kind right. of guy. Exactly. So why he chose to do that, I'm not sure. His body shape was all wrong. He went about it the complete wrong way, obviously. was why he missed. But, uh, yeah, I'm not sure exactly what he was doing there. I love it. Graham's adding more tonic to his gin and tonic, and I'm pouring myself my second. I'm just looking at that bottle of Malort, too, like, <coughs> fuck me. Yeah, you got to do two of them. Now, the I question know. is, do you want to just do one big one there, killer? Or do you no. want to uh, no. do because your games are going to be back to back there, stud. <laughs> They're one right after the other. Yeah, but I can't do that. <laughs> All that being said, with as well as West Ham played, they almost fucked it off. Penalty, and it was definitely a penalty. The Daw- Dawson got a got a bit of yeah, a... Yeah, it, it was. I didn't, at first, from the television angle, I thought he may have won the ball. But as soon as they flipped that around and you saw it from behind the goal perspective, it was clear. I mean, right. there, he was nowhere near it, to yeah. be honest. But it was just a weird television angle where it, it looked like he may have gotten to it at first. Mm-hmm. But it, like I said, it was just it was completely clear and obvious that he did not. Yeah. And uh, Jesus didn't dive either. I mean, he was clattered into. Mm-hmm. Do you think that Jesus being fouled is the reason why he wasn't the one taking the spot kick? Because Pep rotates it. Sometimes it's Morris. Sometimes it's De Bruyne. Sometimes it's Foden. Sometimes it's Jesus. And let's face it, Jesus has been hot this last month on scoring goals. Yeah, but I I feel like it should have been. Um, I am one that's like that. I don't like taking a penalty if I'm the one that got fouled. Right. Um, I always coached my teams that way. Uh, my brother would have you believe that I cost that middle school team that uh, when he was playing for me, um, the uh, championship. Oh, because he got fouled. He was fouled. We lost have... one nothing. He was fouled, and I told this other kid to take the penalty, and the other kid missed it. Uh-huh. I had it saved. Yeah. Yeah, and that, and I'm sure your brother, you know, being the rational human being he is, does not hold that over your head on a regular basis. No, he actually doesn't, which is good. He had enough of a career after that to <laughs> not be hung up on his middle school championship game. Uh, so that's good. He's I well, but let's. <laughs> <laughs> it, if we were to bring it up, I'm sure he'd still have some choice oh, he'd words. Have some definite feelings yeah. about it, no doubt about it. Um, City have now the doors open. It's not. They Liverpool needs help. Villa has to beat City. Villa played Liverpool very well. Uh, Stevie G, as much as we want to not say it, has a personal motivation to really fire his boys up and to really try to focus and change up the game plan. And, you know, so <clears throat> could it happen? Hell yeah. Yeah, I think the other thing, too, with Steven Gerrard getting hired midseason, uh, well, not midseason, it was relatively early on, but besides mm-hmm. the point, he came in in the middle of the season uh, where they didn't spend a lot of money in January. Um, I think a lot of these players where we normally don't have a lot of things to play for, I think a lot of these players are playing for their future. Agreed. Uh, at that club. So. And um, <clears throat> I, I tell you, I think that I think that City probably win easily. Um, but Liverpool's going to score a lot of fucking goals, and I think the goal differential is going to be even or in Liverpool's favor by the end of the midweek. And 
Liverpool's going to go all out on Wolves and City's going to go all out on fucking Villa. And God forbid if either one of those games are close, it's going to get tighter and tighter and tighter. Yeah. And, and the, the players on the pitch will know. They say nobody knows because they all play at the same time. It gets communicated oh, yeah. to them. They know exactly what they need Absol- to fucking absolutely do. Absolutely it does. The uh, <clears throat> There'll be people in the stadium on their phones that'll say something. There'll mm-hmm. be, a, I'm sure, an assistant coach, a designated person to come out from the dressing room and tell them what's happening. There'll be chants from the uh, uh-huh. from the opposing fans going, you're going to lose the league, you're going to lose the league. Exactly, oh, yeah. Uh, or, or like in the case of Villa, I guarantee you Villa, because they're just, they're brummy. They'll probably just start singing. You'll never walk alone to be assholes. <laughs> like just to fuck with them because right. that it be it would be the brummyish thing ever, right? Yeah, pretty much. I mean that or Liverpool walks out after the game and the team bus doesn't have any tires on it. <laughs> Champions League is in the balance, and it all comes down to one of the country's biggest rivalries: Tottenham three, Arsenal nil. Newcastle 2, Arsenal 0, Tottenham 1, Burnley 0. All right, can you uh, – let's bookend the segment so I have a little bit of time between shots, All please. Right. All right, cool, cool, cool. So hold because on I'm already struggling, and this is going to hurt real bad. All right, let's go ahead and pour this guy. And I'm going to do one too. I feel like it's a lot in that one. <laughs> To the fucking bottom of the seahorse's little fins on the stupid Newcastle thing. Oh, you go ahead and do it there, stud. <sighs> okay. Do you want to get a photo for the old socials? Yeah, I should probably do that. I'm also trying to write down show titles. I know. Come on. Uh, you got a lot going on over I've, there. I've caught one um so far. So. You know what? Melissa wouldn't have this problem. Okay? No, Melissa wouldn't have this problem because Melissa also doesn't have to drive the fucking bus while doing this as well. There we go, stud. Go for it. All right, good. You got it? <coughs> Thank you. Mm, that could have been bad. That would have came straight back up. Oh. A little bit of phlegmy there in the throat. People would have loved seeing you puke. Would have been terrible. Are you videoing this? No. Oh, good. They would have loved hearing you puke, though. Uh, boys and girls, he almost puked. <laughs> that's okay don't worry you got one more to do there stud oh if i can <laughs> oh okay well then all right graham i don't know if i can <laughs> i put for you an ultimatum i'll let you bank it till next week but it has to be a halfway full to the crest uh-oh Graham is leaving the room, boys and girls. Graham is leaving the room. This is a DU first, everybody. We have never had pukage on the show before, and I think Mr. Graham is about to throw up. That's right, boys and girls. Mr. Graham is not currently in the room. He has gone outside, and I am assuming he is currently, at this moment, throwing up the malort because of his long hangover day. I see him walking back this way now. A DU football show first. Finally, a member of this show has thrown up. How are we doing there, stud? Oh, fucking terrible. <laughs> <clears throat> well, that happened. 
Yeah. Oh, we got I me. Mean, we got the show titles. Sam Graham has left the studio. Yeah. <laughs> it's just done. I can, the good news is I don't have to write down show titles anymore because it's done. <laughs> Graham has left the Task studio. Complete. Yeah. There's even going to be a little bit of editing work for Mel because it's uh, paused out there just a little bit because of uh, you needing to leave the room. Yes. That was bad. Woo. I do feel five pounds lighter, though. All right. So you can either do your second one or it's a half glass for the final show. But if you lose to us, it's a full glass. I will do the other shot this show, um, but it might not be right away. I'll do it with you. You know what? We'll do it during my segment. Okay. Because I'm going to bitch and moan. Wait at the end. Yeah, all the way at the end. Okay, All the way good. at the end. Your phone's just blowing up. Everybody wants to talk to you it's today. It's huh? school again. Oh, yeah. Well, they're just going to keep calling. They canceled after school activities because of the, the threat of severe weather. Right, of course. And then she was absent today. So I'm getting all of these, like, robocalls of uh, all the updates. Excellent. Right. Which they also send out texts and emails. Stop fucking calling me. <laughs> while not a good outcome for you and while not an attractive game... The North London Derby lived up to the North London Derby status. It was a fucking fist fight. Yeah, it was. I was really frustrated with the penalty. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think it was a penalty. I think if that happens at midfield, it doesn't get called personally. Mm-hmm. Um, the red card, the first yellow for Rob Holding was persistent fouling, mm-hmm. which you can't really knock. Right. Tottenham did a much better job of sharing the fouls around where Rob Holding decided it was his job to just take it all on himself. Yeah. Um, well, and also and the, the the one of the first fouls that he got was him being pulled to the ground. Oh no, him fouling Son and then Son landing on his head and throwing an elbow in his head, and nothing happened there to Son. Right. Um, the, I don't really think there was a huge amount of contact either for yeah. Rob Holding's kind of shoulder barge. Mm-hmm. Um, but Son made the most of it, and Rob Holding put himself in a position where the referee had to make a decision we say it all the time and do not let the ref make a decision if you let the ref make a decision it's not going to turn out the way you want it to. exactly you cannot let that be that way never give them a never give them a question if you give them a question you can't argue with how it turns out um i will agree with you i thought the penalty was soft as fuck yeah it was it was completely whack i it seemed like three people kind of sandwiched going for an aerial ball i don't know why it was called and I'm starting to wonder, is Son one of those guys now, quote-unquote, the ones that they get every call and they don't get called for any? Right. And which only then feeds the the ego of a player well, it's, like that it's because his, then they just start expecting you to give them the call. Yeah, I mean, it's his charm. It's kind of like Mo Salah, right? <laughs> it, it's their charm and, and demeanor. Yeah. You know, I mean, you wouldn't. He's the nice guy. You oh, look no, at he's Granite, kind of a dick. You look at Granite Jaka. He carries himself completely differently, <laughs> and he gets called for every mm. little niggly thing. I eat um, uh, Richarlison is a diver. Well, when you look at 90% of the time that Richarlison's on the ground, he got hacked. Yeah. Does he oversell it? Of course he does, which is... I but who which, doesn't? But, but I, and I don't like that, but every time he's on the ground rolling around, look at the replay. There was, there were spikes yeah. in his ankle. But, like he got fucking whacked. I mean, basketball people, mm-hmm. you know, just to compare it to to here. Taking a charge. Yeah. That's all acting yeah. for the most part. I mean, very few charges are actually charges. 
Right. You know, it's I mean, the it's, fall back. It's uh-huh. the throw the arms in the air. It's all it's, of that. It's the uh, like the, the yelp you yep. do. I mean, mm-hmm. we were, we practiced that when I played basketball as a kid oh, in high school. Oh yeah, oh yeah. How to get we, that call? We practiced Absolutely. it. That's how Tyler broke his wrist. Oh, is is the, the, the fall? <laughs> he back? went too high. Yeah, and his knees hit the shoulder of one of our other players, and he just went <laughs> straight over, and his wrist snapped. Now, uh, d- devil's advocate here, because I know you're going to say fuck them, fuck the spuds, all that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Um, they did exactly what they needed to do. They held. Oh, yeah. They, I mean, they it, held it, serve at home, and 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 they put it to you. They really did. Yeah, I um, have to say that I am annoyed with you in particular because it is your teams and fans shtick now that Hmm. seem to have inspired other people's fans (laughs) to crank up an atmosphere normally in an underwhelming stadium. (laughs) And well, well, then, then, then to that, I say, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Uh, but that was really annoying that they actually turned up for once and made it a great atmosphere. I think I think Leeds deserves a little credit for being lunatics at home as well. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but that's on a consistent basis. Mm. I'm talking about just recently, your yeah. boys have gone the extra mile. Now, Burnley at home, at the other hand, has been, huh, okay, we're in the relegation battle. We'll yeah. be all right. Mm. All Let's right. see how it goes. Very Fulhamish. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That's funny. <clears throat> um, but even then, and and I want to talk about, you know what, we'll go ahead and I will flip the games then. Tottenham go around and then get the win uh, against Burnley. Stupid Ashley Barnes. Uh, I mean. But, to be fair, ball played his arm. Don't let the referee have a decision. Yes. And it was horrid. You could even see his arm where it was out, where he moved it back to make sure. Like, if you watch that replay enough, you see his arm go, oh, wait, there's the ball. <laughs> it just yeah. moved the arm to where the ball was. Um, like, I mean, we we know Ashley Barnes is being a shithousery kind of guy that, that kissed another grown man on the nose during a match. <laughs> trying to get him they to react. Like, up to him, yeah. And he falls a lot and then overplays it, like, even though he's, like, six foot fucking ten and, you know, built like a shit, shit brick house, like, yeah. brick shit house. There you go. But can't, but can't seem to have it, like, ugh, he just, you, you knew he was up to no good, but don't, don't. Don't give, give the ref a decision to make. And, I mean, honestly, you can't really be mad at the call. Um, it did look, in, in real time. Uh, the ball obviously was not struck from very far away from him, mm-hmm. um, and it did in real time look like it just struck his arm. The ball played his arm rather than his arm playing yeah. the ball. But you can't, you got to be mad at the rule, right? Not, not the call because that is the rule now. Now I agree, it's a shit rule. Yeah, you know. But I don't. I, I think there needs to be intent. I I debate. I think he did. His arm did play the ball. I think he. We did saw. I'm, I'm saying in arms. in real time, right, You couldn't tell like, that. Yeah, it just, just looked, looked like right on the replay. Out. We saw he did. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but also, but also, by now we you know what the rule is. Keep your fucking hands down. Yeah. You see enough players do it on every single corner. They keep their fucking hands like their arms are within. They're bent in. They're down a little. Yeah. I mean that arm was like, hey, I'm making a right turn. Look yeah. over there. <laughs> like, hey, look at that. Yeah, I mean, he could. There could be a new meme of of Ashley Barnes pointing at stuff. Yeah, yes, exactly, exactly what it was. <laughs> That's how far his arm was extended. Um, especially in the first half, this could have been a lot worse. Pope was standing on his head. Yes, to start, there was the um the near corner that uh, Son had kind of tried to flick in on the near side. Uh-huh. That 
Pope made a great save on. Big, strong right hand. Yeah. Had a had a nice flick over the bar. And again... There's one or two at very close range also that he did very well with. If Burnley stay up, it's very simple. You have Nick, Nick Pope to thank. That yeah, it's, absolutely. It's it's 1,000% him. 100%. And if, and if you go down, the one man you cannot blame is Nick fucking Pope. Yes. Like, it's... <sighs> <clears throat> regrettable that such a great keeper plays for such a mediocre team. Right. You know, it, re- it really Absolutely. is. And there almost seems to be a log jam of keepers now at the top. So there's a log jam of keepers in the middle. Like m- until guys like, you know, Schmeichel or Pickford move on from where they are or Fabianski move on from where they are. There's a really there's good place for him to go. Not a job for him. Well, right. I mean, after Bird Leno was catching all of his flack and Arsenal decided to snap up Aaron Ramsdale because it was a cheaper deal. For most of the season, he's been of the same quality as Nick Pope, if not a little better, honestly. Um, but Nick Pope is a phenomenal goalkeeper. We all know what he can do. We've all spoken about what he can do. I mean, he was England's, I'd say, probably number two mm-hmm. um, over over the others. Yeah, agreed. At the agreed. At, you know at the last couple tournaments, so. Um, well, Heaton Heaton was getting up there in age. Yeah, well, that's true too, and he yeah. wasn't playing regularly, really. Right. Um, he had the the spell at what was it Villa? Uh, yeah. And then went and back to Man United and stopped playing again. Yeah, and got <laughs> and got hurt. Well, right. I I don't blame him for going to Man United. No, take the money going take, back. Yeah, take, that's where he started his career. Yeah, take take the fucking paycheck, and I, I would imagine we're hearing retirement. For yeah, him so I wouldn't doubt at the end it. of the season because. He's played enough. He doesn't need to play anymore, and he doesn't need to prove anything to anybody. Tommy Heaton was a great fucking keeper. Oh know? yeah, Very but they simple. so Nick Pope though. Um, I mean, really, the only vacancy you see is Hugo Lloris is getting up there in age. Maybe Tottenham try to snap him up. Right, but they just gave uh, Lloris an extension because the the big talk there for a while That's was true. was Pickford going to Spurs, uh-huh. and then right after that rumor came out, like boom, like Lloris signed to a five year huh. deal. I thought he was older than that. For some reason, to sign that long. Yeah, I want to say it was a five. It might have been a three, but I'm almost positive it was a five. Yes, yeah, uh, interesting. I, I mean, and, you're absolutely you know, right. But Ederson you know and Allison, yeah, we'll know if our boy uh, Mark's been listening to the show because he'll very quickly tell us exactly what it was. <laughs> and if he doesn't, much much like our boy Jeet G- uh, on um, the uh, fantasy report, which yes. we uh, do on Patreon. And if somebody wanted to find our Patreon page, Sam, how do they That's do that? Really easy, actually. It's just a simple website you go to for five dollars a month. It's patreoncom show and you can find all of our extra content, which is a uh, sound check, our pre-show, which was not good at all. This no, week. I was yawning the entire time. <laughs> yeah. I almost fell asleep. It was horrible. And then um, so took sorry. an order on the phone. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Again, I apologize. And then uh, injury time, which is our pre uh, our preview show, rather mm-hmm. uh, for looking ahead to the weekend and uh, our adopted clubs and all that kind of stuff. And we also recap our fantasy, in which we said there was only one team going up and one team going down. Yeah. And within a day, somebody posted on the how many teams go up and how many teams go down. Be like, well, yeah, you know what? You pay for this fucking show, this <laughs> extra show. You pay for it, of which we say in this fucking show, hey, <laughs> right. only one team going up, one team going down. And you still ask the question. Do you, do you want to insult the host of a show? Exhibit A, your honor. Yeah, <laughs> Exhibit right. A. No shit. <laughs> um, so there it is. They they go up on you, and they're sitting in fourth, and you're sitting in fifth, and all you got to do is go take care of business at Newcastle, a team that, granted, it's their last game of the season. Yes, they're a tough team to play for. Yes, they have new ownership. They got something to prove. 
But at the end of the day, they aren't playing for shit. And you fucked it right off. I'd say, again, much like Vela, they're playing for their futures at the club. Mm -hmm. They all want to be involved next season. Newcastle now have an unlimited amount of money. They have a financial fair play system in which they have to be careful. But you are playing for Champions League. So... No, fuck I know. what they're playing no, for. I know. It should but, mean more. Well, what I'm saying, yeah, but at the same token, too, and what I honestly think happened, because Arsenal were quite lethargic, I mean, Newcastle were on top for large stretches of that game, um, is young, being young, again, fucked us. Yeah. Um, the disappointment of Thursday, obviously, and how comprehensively we were beaten, <laughs> uh, bled into this. Mikel Arteta didn't do what he needed to do to erase that from the memory quickly yeah uh for the team and it showed and we just we came out full of lethargy i would full of lethargy i'm, I'm, I'm actually gonna write that down <laughs> that might be a title although graham has left the studio is pretty good oh you might be able to combine them graham is full of lethargy <laughs> i do know the list is done. I'm not writing anything else. <laughs> no matter how witty you fucking are, I'm not writing something else. It, it, it's simple. Winning a title is probably the most important thing. Staying up is probably the second most important thing. Getting into a European spot, Champions League, Europe, whatever it is, is third most important thing. Everything else is fuck all. Yep. Newcastle was playing for fuck all. You guys were playing for something that was more important, and you shit the bed. I mean, that's oh, yeah. just, that's how very simple to put it. You shit the bed. I think people like Chris Wood, I think people like Jocko <laughs> Shelby, I think some of those people are nervous, though, that if they're not turning in performances, mm, true, they will end up at Burnley when they're in the championship next season. <laughs> but, but it's also not as... Big as you guys trying to win Champions League. No, Champions League. I, I I hear you. I hear you. Um, we fucked it off. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah, but yeah, I mean it's. I just needed to hear you say that. I well, it's not. Sure I, that I those did. Words came out of your mouth. It's not. I wanted to hear it again. It, it it warms my soul. It's not as bad as like Wolves. Right. Right now is what I'm saying. They have the same ownership. They're gonna have the same boss. They're gonna right. all of that kind of stuff. Where. <coughs> Shit, or, Eddie, Eddie or in Leicester until they played the bottom two teams in the league right. and then suddenly remembered how to score again. <laughs> well, it's convenient Jamie Vardy was fit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, played two games on the road, kicked the shit out of the two bottom teams. When they played a game at home, Everton made it a home match and beat them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, do you think there's any chance? Do you think there's any chance at all that, that Norwich no. tries to take that last <laughs> no. scalp? Nope. Yeah, it's. it's I, we lost. We lost fourth place today. Yeah. We'll be in the Europa League next season. You're gonna be able. Well, I mean, okay. You know what? Let's go ahead and uh, our boy Simon um, from the Charm City Gooners mm -hmm. uh, put up on Facebook right after the match, and um, I'd have to agree with his sentiment. Is if you told me at the start of the season we're in Europa, securely in Europa. Fifth place, locked up, you're to the group stages. You do not have to play in the middle of July, right? I would have taken it in a moment. Absolutely. But 100%. To, but to know that I had Champions League in my sights, sitting yeah. in my hands, and I lost it. And not only did I lose it, I lost it to my bitter fucking rival. Yeah. To that team. To that team. And five years it's been since we celebrated St. Totteringham's Day. And... 
Is, Don't is, get it this, now this year. I was going to say, is this number five or number six? This is number six, I believe. This is number six. Yeah. I cannot wait. Oh, you know what? I might just call Mark myself just to hear him fucking slag you <laughs> off. It'll be the first time that he's been slagging somebody else off other than me. <laughs> Now to the bottom of the table, and part of the bottom of the table is obviously Burnley losing, and that we just talked about in the last segment. Um, the last spot got swapped, but one team had a great chance to be safe, and they blew it. Everton nil, Watford nil, Chelsea three, Leeds nil, Leeds one, Brighton one, Brentford three, Everton two. Um, there's not much to mention about Everton Watford other than it was a sluggish, boring, horrid fucking match. You should be safe already, and you're not. That's the point. And you also lost me my bet this week. Yeah. I hit every other piece of that midweek bet except this game. Kuka, Luza, um, Sar. You having a stroke over yeah. there? <laughs> Sar and Dennis all out. Yeah. Joshua King. Out. Yao Pedro was the only person they had up top. They and everybody else was like 19. <laughs> they had six shots all off of set pieces, none on goal. And all Everton had to do was push the action. And I have to say, as far as for me being critical, um, Frank rolled out the same team that played Leicester. If ever there was an opportunity to start Calvert-Lewin and start Deli Alley, this was probably the game. Yeah. And give Richie a break. Give Gordon a break. And bring well, Especially him. after the energy everyone expended against Chelsea. Right. And, I mean, and it, then Lester as well. And then Lester like, as well. Yeah, absolutely. Like you, you start those two. Let them play. I had and the wrong then, blue team in my head. Right. Oh, when, no problem. <laughs> my bad. Um, that's also another good title. Fuck you, man. You're coming up with all the titles today. <laughs> I thought my Brummish one was really good, but it's yeah. it's fuck all. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty good, <laughs> but it's not it's not just the plethora of pinatas that you're breaking out. <laughs> Although that's a great plethora title. of pinatas, I like that. Hey, hey man, when you can quote the Three Amigos, you quote the Three <laughs> Amigos, right? But it just if ever there was an opportunity to kind of mix it up a little bit, give some people some break, you know, Tom Davies is back and healthy. Let him start. Yeah, you know, put in put in Alon or you know. Put, well, put in a lot against- of Jacore later in the match, not earlier in the match. Like here's here's where you need to rotate, and you didn't. And then his subs were in the seventy seventh minute. Like it's too late to affect the game, really. I, yeah. So that's one where at the start of the week, my 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 tweet exactly from our show uh, from our show handle was, well, at least it's a point, right? Well, after what happened this weekend, which was crazy, and we'll get on to that. Like, fuck, man, that should have been three points. And mm-hmm. and that game wouldn't have mattered because we would have already locked up safety if we had beaten. Exactly. Fucking, the way those games had gone over the weekend, we would already be safe. Yep. And um, yeah, and like I said, there's more, more thoughts to that, and we'll get to that. But let's talk a little bit about leads. Let's really go ahead and get into leads here. Um, They really fucked it off against Chelsea. It, it, yeah. I don't even think it was so much that Chelsea was on it. It was just... Another red card to a guy you fucking need, like yep. a guy you desperately early on too fucking wasn't it? need. Wasn't it early in the game as mm-hmm. well? Very early in the um, game. 
But yeah, I mean, I don't know where the goals are going to come from now. I mean, it's going to have to be Rafinha because it was before it was Stuart Dallas that was chipping in mm-hmm. and creating a lot of their chances, releasing well, he, Rafinha as well. But he's out for the season with a broken leg. This team plays on such a shoestring lineup. Right. You just needed that body. Like, Banford's not there. You just need Daniel James to stand in the center of the fucking pitch. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's fair. It's it's a tough one for Leeds, man. It's it's really hard. I am getting uh, more annoyed and over all of the uh, anti-American like sentiment on Jesse Marsh. Like, if this team goes down, it's not because of this coach. No, it's not because of this coach. It's honestly, I wouldn't put it on Bielsa's shoulders. I would put it on injuries that this Absolutely. team got hit with injuries. The second thing I would put it on. Sophomore slump because we've seen this. Oh yeah, a ton of times. But you also have the situation with Bielsa that he created the shoestring lineup. He created the small squad. That's how Agreed. he likes to work. Yep. So ultimately, it does fall on his shoulders because he didn't have adequate replacements. <clears throat> Agreed. You said Liver- Liverpool, for instance, right? Their their second line. We talk about City, and they have basically two first teams. Right. You look at Liverpool. Besides maybe two substitutions, there is a massive dip in quality from the starting eleven to their bench. And but we that saw bench, that. But we saw that the year before, prior, right. where they failed because uh-huh. lots of injuries. But that bench would still finish tenth in the Premier League. <sighs> mm-hmm. They'd be mediocre, but they would still finish tenth in the Premier League. Oh yeah. Leeds don't have that. No, <laughs> their no, bench they don't. would finish rock bottom. They'd be yeah. just as bad as Norwich. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and I think that's the difference. That's that's the difference, but it has nothing. It really doesn't have anything to do with Jesse Marsh. Um, why this situation is what it is, uh, I do. However, I am here for uh, him doing all the inspirational, motivational quotes and shit before games, and everybody kind of just being like this fucking guy again. Right. <laughs> that's funny. Um, I, I like that. That's pretty good. I I He's feel, quoting Gandhi, Lincoln. Well, I feel like he also he knows what he has to fix. He knows what needs to be done. And this is one of those teams, while I don't want to see them go down, I feel like they come right the fuck back up. I feel like there's enough pieces. I think they're okay. You're going to lose Rafinha, but I don't think you're going to lose anybody else. I I think Kelvin Phillips will tell everybody to fuck off. I'm going back with my club. Uh, He'll pull a Grealish, I think. I don't know. Maybe. But it's a World Cup year. If it wasn't a World Cup year, I think you're right. Because he would have already been on the plane going to Qatar had the tournament been in the summer. But because there's that six-month window, four-month window, whatever it is, where he can lose his place, I think that changes things. When healthy, he's a starter. There's no way in hell England would drop him. No way in hell. I don't know. If he's playing in the championship week in, week out, no, I, I don't know. I, I, When's I the last time they certain. called up a championship player? Uh, internationally, they did that during um, uh, this past year. They had a guy that I think played for Middlesbrough, and they also they had a League One kid even play. On really? The, yeah, during international for the breaks. senior squad. Yeah, for the senior squad. Yeah, yeah. Huh? Yeah, they've had they've I had some that. kids. They've had some kids. Um, but all that being said, despite all the fuck ups, despite digging yourself a ditch, you're down one nothing to Brighton. Brighton doesn't put you away. And you find a fucking way. What a delightful little chip, too, from uh, Danny Welbeck to start things off. He was very funny on Twitter this past week. Did you see this? No. Um, Posted a picture of him and Tarek Lamptey 
uh, both in their matching black suits, mm-hmm. uh, just all black, white shirt, black tie. Um, and he said, had a great time at parents' night. <laughs> good, or good report on parents' night or whatever. Uh, taking my son to McDonald's on the way home. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Fucking brilliant. That was good. Uh, and awesome. then Tarek Lamptey replied, oh, Wells, Wells got jokes. Because <laughs> uh, he's so short, you know, it's like, uh, it's funny. Uh, by the way, worth mentioning for Brighton, just as a little throwaway, um, for their player of the year, it went to uh, Cucurella. Yeah, good. Yeah, Cucurella. That's awesome. Um, uh, um, little foreshadowing to when we do our top five signings, that guy's going to be right at the top, if not at the top. Yeah, I hear you. I, 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 wouldn't, nec- I wouldn't disagree with that. He, he's been excellent this it, season. I, I, I love the way he plays. It is very. It's it's obviously up for debate. It can be debated, but I think he's probably the number one. I I like the the emotion he plays with. I told when he scored the other day, it looked like he was going to cry. It like choked me up yeah. almost. Well, and awesome. he and he started the season in a four on the outside, and then they adjusted to a three. And he but, slotted right. He's been he like a, a perfect like wingback. Yeah, perfect. Been awesome. Fine. Yeah. Um. But leads find a way in in extra time. They get the goal. Get the draw, find themselves one point above. It was another Burnley. delightful little chip to get the ball across to uh, to Strook too. Um, a good header got you know found a space and and did what he had to do. Leeds are leaving it very fucking late. Yeah, it's again they are. It was another injury time equalizer. <laughs> uh, I think ninety second minute on this one, but but they found it. Well, it's all that matters, right? Yeah. I mean, that's at the end of the day is getting the points on the board. And- it, that draw put Burnley back into the relegation zone, of course. And with Villa and um, I forget who they have on Sunday. Uh, they have Newcastle uh, at home, but they have Newcastle. I don't see him winning either of those games. To be completely honest no. with you, I mean it will depend on Fabian share <laughs> as well. I mean we didn't speak about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eddie and Ketia, uh, I think accidentally, but still did it. Elbowed him in the face, knocked him out fucking cold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know he was he was on the ground for six seven minutes, kind of thing. It was pretty bad, but. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't see Burnley win another game. And Leeds haven't done enough to stay up, honestly. They really haven't. You know, but I said to you earlier, you guys uh, should have had it locked up already. You don't. Leeds should have been safe. They aren't. It really comes down to the ineptitude of Burnley. Yeah. Is the reason you two are staying up. And you, both of you have to take a long, hard look at yourselves in the mirror uh, this summer and figure out what the fuck kind of club you want to be. Agreed. Now, let's go ahead and uh, get into it. Um, Everton-Brentford. The crowd is incredible. It's fucking crazy. Everything's absolutely insane. I think it's very easy to say. Everton goes up early. There isn't a red card. Everton win, right? I, I would tend to think so, yeah. I mean, this game is solely based off that red card. Which, by the way, I want to come out well, and say right now, absolutely, 100%, that is a fucking red card. I'm not debating that that's not a red card. He clipped him. He was the last guy going to goal. It was absolutely I mean, a red if, card. If David Luiz's from two seasons ago was a red card, that's definitely a red card. I mean, it's it's not even debatable. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a fucking red card. It's absolutely um, a red card. I, I'll do this part for you. I'd argue that play should never have happened in the first place. That's, that's the debate. It's not that that was a card or not. It's that 
that play shouldn't have happened. That should have been a Pickford injured Van Dyke moment where where it was not that it was after the play was dead because who was it? Uh, was it Ayer? Yeah. That was basically trying to rape Richarlison, <laughs> um, rather, yep. forcibly remove his top. He had at least a handful of shirt and was fully extended, yanking him around. And it definitely affected Richarlison attempting to go for that ball that was that was flung into the box, and it should have been a fucking penalty. 12 seconds later, down the field, Braithwaite, not even 12 seconds, Braithwaite clips Ivan Tony and is sent off. In isolation, yes, I agree with you. That is a red card nailed on every time. No problem with that. But that play should have never been in active game time because there should have been a penalty call. Oh, and then couple it, couple it even more that um, VAR looked at it and well, did nothing. Yeah, Cunts. well, I, I mean, well, hey, I'm not supposed to say that anymore. I'm sorry. But, it's by the way, terrible. Brent, Brentford. It's very important to note Brentford is up. Um, 2-0 on aggregate for shirt polls against Everton this season because <laughs> let us not forget what happened to Solomon Rondon when they were pulling his shirt off of his shoulders well, maybe he and that sh- did get called. Maybe he should have forgotten what happened to him. Well, because clearly he was pretty fired up when he came on. Um, yes, there uh, Everton did finish the match with only nine men because Solomon Rondon came on and then Solomon Rondon went off. Not as fast as Paul Pogba a couple of seasons ago, but still pretty fucking fast. Yeah, it was six minutes maybe tops. And, and, and much like the the um the one for Ailing that was he, he all the check violent yep scissor <laughs> yep cleans up yep like just <laughs> two footed yeah talked about his mother yep yeah. <laughs> like he just like did it all said some racist right. shit on the way down it's yep. like the minute the, the minute it happened you're like yep that's a red that's card a red. <laughs> that's yeah. it bye I mean See that you later was dead center in the middle I mean, he could have broken his leg had he had any momentum about him mm-hmm. he could have broken his leg. So what's that even was terrible? What's even sillier about that too is that in that in in that match, Everton still had a fucking chance. Yeah. At the 18 minute mark, they're down a man. They find a way to make it two to one and put them up, and then they do everything they can to stay, and it just fell apart. Yeah. And again, question Frank, like. I know you don't have a ton of defenders at that point because Michael Keane is hurt, which, by the way, if Michael Keane's out there and not Jared Branthwaite, Ivan Tony scores that goal and doesn't get fouled, and we're still playing 11 men against 11 men, and Everton probably go on and win 3-1. I, I feel bad <laughs> like, I feel bad for Braithwaite, though, too, because yeah. he didn't foul him. He didn't mean to do it. It's just a tangle. Ivan Tony made a great run purposefully. To oh, cut in front of the defender. Hey, it was you, a tank. You, what I'm saying you, well, is, well, you know, this is a defender. You ran the he ran the other way just to make sure that maybe I disrupted a little and nothing happens. Well, yeah, and, but it, it was just a tangle of legs, really. You know, I mean, <laughs> first off, me as yeah. a defender, I wouldn't have let him in behind. Okay, yeah. I would have blocked him off in the first place, and it would have been a foul on him. <laughs> now, uh, for Everton, unfortunately, uh, you know, already kind of hearing Frank say this and hearing kind of you know, the press say this and everybody as a whole, it's like, okay, that was an outlier. Fuck off. The task at hand is beat Palace. And you've got and Palace in your played well. Right. I mean, you you went up to one after the send, the first sending off. Right. You you had chances, even at nine men, you had a mm-hmm. chance or two uh, there towards the end of the game. So uh, you could take a lot from the performance still. Right. Um, and Wisa, out of nowhere in the last month, has been like on fucking fire. Right. I mean that's the second the header for the equalizer. Really? So all that, that being was said, that was an intense angle that he fucking he flicked that ball on. 
I'd argue he didn't even mean to do it. So what's what's Houston's rant going to be, right? Because it's always a conspiracy theory, which, by the way, I have documents, and those documents say a lot about what happened uh, yesterday. A lot about what happened yesterday. But I'm going to refrain. I'm going to refrain from the documents. <laughs> I'm going to say the following. Listening to Everton Twitter, and I love my boy Ryan at the uh, American Toffee Pod. I'm calling him out, and I'm going to tweet him. I'm going to tell him I'm calling him out because I love the guy. I completely disagree with this. The sky is fucking falling thought process because a lot of it is the following. What I'm hearing from Everton fans are, well, Burnley's backs are against the wall. They'll find a way to win at Villa. Uh, I'm sorry, Villa kicked the shit out of them in their building just a week ago. Um, Oh, they'll find a way to get a win. Oh, Leeds will find a way to get a win at Brentford, the team that just beat us in our building in a crazy fucking atmosphere. Like, but we're going to lose to Palace and we're going to lose to Arsenal. I think we're going to lose to Arsenal because Arsenal's got to play for their fucking Champions League lives, but there's no reason. Palace has played well this season. Palace has not played well for the last month and a half. Yeah. Connor Gallagher correct. has been shit for the last month and a half. Since the FA Cup semifinal yeah. that he had to sit for because he can't play his parent club. Yeah. Since that game, he's been crap. But apparently the rules are different for Everton. Everton's backs aren't against the wall. Everton's <laughs> backs were against the wall and beat United 1-0. Everton's backs were against the wall, beat Chelsea 1-0. Everton's backs were against the ball, beat Leicester 2-1 in left fucking Leicester. Like, fuck off that, like... The rules are different for the other two teams that are in the bottom versus... Like, uh, f- fuck. Like, come on. Live in a world of reality. Look at what the rest of the league is fucking doing. Look at the teams you are playing or what is doing. There's a reason why the odds-on bets are in favor of Everton. And it's not because we expect the other two teams to lose. It's because Everton are favorites to win at home against Palace. Because... Everton are going to beat Palace. They are. Mm -hmm. They fucking are. And just everybody, like, I get it. This year has fucking sucked. It really has. But come the fuck on. This team's team's doing the right things. Are they the perfect things? No. Are they better than what the other two are doing? No. Fuck yeah, they are. Y'all have dealt with a lot of injuries this season as well. Dominic Calvert-Lewin was out for extended periods of time Pretty this much season. the whole fucking season. Right. And he's obviously your top goal scorer. There's interest from top clubs out there yeah. after him, which means you've got something special with him there, right? The other thing to that is I would argue that the alarms, if you're going to sound some sort of alarm about the sky is falling or shit's happening or what the fuck are we doing, you should have started sounding those alarms when you bought 15 number 10s in January under Sam Allardyce. Well, things that was were, under Kuman, but then Allardyce but bought uh, were, a striker in Theo Walcott because those were smart. <laughs> things I love dumping our trash on you. The, 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 Although Wobie's been pretty fucking decent. Well, now this he, year. Yeah, he works hard. <laughs> the the past four years or so, three and a half years, have been dog shit in the transfer market. They're setting you up for a position with the financial fair play situation where you're not really going to be able to strengthen. Next season could be much of the same, uh, possibly, if you can't keep people healthy. Because you're starting uh, financial 11 fair play, we're dumping a lot of salary. We'll have a lot more money to work with Good. next season. But the, my, my point is, is that these alarm bells that everybody... Oh, the, no, this is the culmination of a dumpster fire over the last three years. 
Now that I will give uh, Mr. Williams a lot of credit for. He's been calling that for a while. Now. Good. Okay, good. Then I'll I'll back off. In fact, he called that he called that in our uh, when we did our twenty for twenty show. Yeah, I mean, um, but th- this is the same situation where we continually kept Arsenal kept selling their captains. The whole spine of the team was gone, and then we're surprised that we finished outside of the Champions League spots at some point. Yes, that's right. There's a little spoon getting ready to walk on in, <laughs> and uh, yeah. There he is. Little spoon, boys and girls. A little guest spot, everybody. Austin 316. <laughs> Grab yourself a chair. Pull yourself on up. Throw on the headphones. Get get on up here. Come on. Come on. Chair. Get yourself scooted on up. Throw the headphones on. Hi, little spoon. Hello there. Hey, there he is. Little Spoon doing a little guest stop. I, I knew this was coming. I saw you were on the phone with somebody. I was talking to Pat. Pat, who's oh. on hold waiting for us to do oh, our still? segment <laughs> that I've had on hold for 15 minutes. Damn. Um, you're uh, right at the end of the segment um, where we're talking about the uh, bottom of the table, and then we're going to get into uh, Oh, So That Happened. Um, both of us are bullish that Burnley is not winning either one of their last two games. What's your thoughts? I think they'll have a hard time against Villa. I mean, they just lost them, and now they get to play them at home. Right. Um. Last game, a little bit of a toss-up. Luckily, for at least my standpoint, Leeds got the draw yesterday mm-hmm. because a win. If they didn't, oh, if both teams win next week, Burnley has the goal differential. Right. So, I think they're going to have a h- tough time getting a win, but I, you know, we'll see. Because I didn't think they were going to rattle off those three wins they did not that long ago. I just had a daydream. Uh huh. If Leeds do go down. What are the odds that a naked Bielsa shows up outside the football league offices holding a hand grenade? <laughs> <laughs> I kind of do want to see that. They actually haven't heard from him since, like, nobody's heard from him since he uh, uh, got fired. He just basically <laughs> fucked off back to Argentina. He went back to his cave. <laughs> All right, Tim, you and I got another shot of Malort to do. You going to uh, be able to handle this I, stud? I hope so. <laughs> um, Lars, you weren't here earlier. He did his first shot of Malort. Uh, Mr. Graham might have had a little too much to drink yesterday. A lot too much to drink yesterday. And Mr. Graham might have left the studio to uh, go expel said Malort. As well as my lunch. I also had too much to drink yesterday. I was I just got off of... Uh, I was on antibiotics for two weeks. Oh, so uh, you purged, didn't you? So I had, like I drank... As much as I probably normally would, but because I hadn't drank in two weeks. <laughs> we just wasn't ready for it. Yeah, I wasn't ready for it, and boy, did that end up not good. Well, you know, Lars does, you know, root for Chelsea and Chelsea. I mean, for Leeds and Chelsea beat Leeds, so maybe Lars needs a shot of Malort, too. Yeah, it could be. I'll do one. Attaboy! Hey! <laughs> All right, well, you and I have shared spit before, so you can drink out of my glass. As long as you're not sick. We've only shared cum. <laughs> you with the fucking show title that one's not what we can put on uh, itunes that's, that's what we're calling injury time though <laughs> this one gets titled today we don't title injury time <laughs> we All do right, now <laughs> it's alright honestly he, it's not that bad he's he's swedish yeah all right, we're already in hour 10. I've got Pat sitting on hold. He's probably losing his fucking mind right now. And we still have to cover, oh, so that happened. And it's really not what we're talking about. Uh, Leicester 3, <laughs> Norwich 0, Leicester 5, Watford 1, Villa 1, Palace 1, 
Wolverhampton won, Norwich won. Uh, Foxes put up eight on the bottom of the board. Wow, it, yay, it, well, well done. It's amazing what happens, though, too, when everyone's fit at the same time in your first team, right? You've had Tillemans was out for a little bit. Barnes was out for a little bit. Madison was out for a little bit. All at separate times. Jamie Vardy was out for most of it. Mm-hmm. All of them were there. Yeah, and look what happened. All of them scored. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> all, all of, of them scored. scored. I mean, they were they're doing what Lester does when they're fit. And um they're gonna have to figure out the striker situation because Jamie Vardy cannot survive on that much Red Bull for much longer. Uh they, I mean he's at some point going to need to retire. Although his wife has been embroiled in a bitter court case against Colleen Rooney. <laughs> And maybe you have to pay her. Oh, it's damages. no longer no longer an Instagram fight. It's now a court. Oh, case. oh yeah, in they're, court. They're yeah. officially in court now. Yeah, oh, fucking brilliant. It's so good. Um, all I have to say about this is, thank God Watford decided to score on Leicester because if they had scored on us, we would have lost one nothing. Um, yes, <laughs> I do quickly about the court case. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, day one of testimony, right? Uh, was brought in as a character witness, um, because. J, uh, uh, Rebecca Vardy said something along the lines of, I respect people's privacy and boundaries. Mm-hmm. And to show that she does not um, was a tweet that she sent out in like, or maybe it was a text. I don't know. It was a conversation that she, that was leaked, I guess, and uh, found its way into this court case where she had slept with someone pre Jamie Vardy. I'm not saying she cheated on him, uh, but she referred to his stuff as uh, it was a worthless time. Essentially um, had the smallest, trouser equipment that I've ever seen. (laughs) This is what the Crown Court is having to deal with. (sighs) Love it. Sounds a little Trumpian. It's fantastic. Um, So, (laughs) Villa Villa and Palace, what's very, very important to talk about in this match was is that the shit-talking between um, Jan and my wife resulted in Mel texting her mom from Florida to say, hey, your game is on. Her answer, yeah, going to wipe ass. <laughs> Good thing to know that Janet Palace are wiping that ass. Because <laughs> you don't want any, like, dingleberries or anything like that going well, it's on. It's squeaky but, bum time, huh? That gives a whole new <laughs> meaning to the word. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good sanitary practice. I mean... Um, and then also, uh, Jan Please is, don't flush baby wipes, yes, by the way. Well, we or, don't endorse that on the show. Or or you could bidet, <laughs> and then you don't even need to worry about the wipe, and it's, it's nice and clean. Um, but but also uh, worth mentioning, on uh, on our closed group, the D, uh, Drunken United FC group, um, I had put up, I'm bullish about Everton staying up, yeah, yada, yada, yada. I think I was the only one that liked we're, it. We're going to beat Palace, and uh, Jan was like, no, you're not. No, you're I'm like... Uh, Jan, you should have an active rooting interest in us beating you. Because if we go down, your wife has to deal with this man whose team has gone down, and it's pretty much all of his self-worth. Yeah. Do you want that for your daughter? Is that what you really want for your daughter? Right. Yeah. Thank God she didn't answer, because I was afraid the answer would be yes. <laughs> uh, moving on to Wolverhampton and Norwich. Uh, Norwich go up one nothing. Uh, Wolves finally tied up. And it's actually a decent little finish from Timu Puki, too. Very comp- mm-hmm. Where's that been all season? <laughs> He's getting ready for the championship again. He'll score 25 again in the championship. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't and know then- what it is with Norwich strikers. Grant Holt, Darren Huckabee, they just live in that zone. <laughs> well, I mean, Great in the championship, absolute 
dross in the Premier League. Look, look at Mitrovic. He had oh, 43 Mitro, goals. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, gonna, gonna but he come up he and can't have break five in the be, Premier League. Yeah. He's going to have five and be benched by the eighth game and not <laughs> yeah. play the rest of the season. Well, now, what, what I will say about Fulham and, and that just briefly is Fulham's service has improved mm-hmm. this season. Um, He's one that needs service. He's, oh, he's a he's, fox in the box. He's, he's not a yeah. 1v1 player and smash him in cre- from 20 yards. He's not a creative he's guy. He's never going to do that. He's going to score 45 goals and... Um, 42 of them will be headers or... Inside or the box. Volleys. Yeah. Inside the box and the other three will be one inch outside the 18. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's legitimately... Yeah. It's how he rolls. Um, Wolves are now out of European competition. Yep. Um... As as Paul had said last week, and we talked about it, that, that kind of just whimper out is very disappointing. Yes, um, I think they're going to get their asses whooped by Liverpool on the final day because Liverpool is going to know what the score is and they're going to keep trying to run it yeah. up. The only way that that goals don't get run up is if they hear City's winning five nothing and they know they have no chance at winning the title. Peek behind Otherwise, the curtain. they're going to keep going. Jose Saz in my uh, signings. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. He's been excellent. Rui Patricio was a good goalkeeper, mm-hmm. and they have not missed a beat. Actually, in my opinion, they've improved Oh yeah, in that department. He's, he's been phenomenal. Jose Sa has been awesome. If only um, they could score. Correct. <laughs> here's here's one last question we'll finish up on. It. Uh, it's Let's say we're, uh, Sam, your favorite thing, putting a bow on Put a bow uh, on it. Putting a bow on Norwich. Is Dino safe going down in the championship? Yeah, I think so. He's done it before. He got Vela back. Um, But the problem's going to be, really, is for all the promise Billy Gilmore had, right? Where's he been at Norwich? Neither one of the two managers used him properly or gave him a real chance. No. What he was doing with Chelsea was nothing short of amazing, honestly. Yeah. I don't know why he hasn't featured more for them. they, They need a culture change. It was, I think, about... Mid October, it mm-hmm. looked like they'd already decided they were going down. Yeah, and they just and have not done anything different. Their they, business model is being a yo-yo club. Well, yeah, no, absolutely. But that's that's, that's just, all they do. As a as a professional, have some fucking pride in what you do. But yeah, but the like, problem is they try. don't they don't invest when they come up. They don't they don't spend any money. No, they're, they they're, sell their best player for fifty million. Yeah, they're perfectly yeah. comfortable coming up. Getting relegated again and getting parachute payments and you know winning the championship again. That's on top that's what of what they want a to season do. of Premier League TV and, money. And now a lot of their players are starting to get older. Pookie's in his thirties. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like they can ride this roller coaster forever either. No, absolutely not. They have more relegations than anybody else, and I, I believe more promotions than anybody else. Yes, eleven and eleven. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they go up every year and they go down every yeah. year. Like I mean, I don't think they've legitimately put together two seasons. Oh, speaking they always of, are up and down. Speaking of also weird records, Chelsea mm-hmm. are the first team to reach three straight FA Cup finals. Also, as a result of that, the first team to lose three FA Cup finals <laughs> in a row. <laughs> uh, that makes you very happy, doesn't it? It does. Makes you kind of. And I, I was surprised to learn too that Liverpool have only, that was their eighth FA Cup ever. We won seven since 1996. <laughs> uh, I, oh, hey, wait, Liverpool. Nice. I only cared about the FA Cup. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a competition that we hold dear. Sure money. All right. Sure money. This is where we make bets, obviously, uh, for the last time this season. Incorrectly. That's what we make. Oh, wait. Sure money. We give you sure-fired bets. <laughs> That are guaranteed winners. Absolutely. All so the I, time. I lost because of you. 
Good. I'm holding you personally fucking responsible. No, I'm holding you but personally responsible for why we got a draw because you bet on us. I am still up 347. Very good. Um, would you like to, how, how would you like to do this today? Well, again, I'm you, since me, you got a lot going on over there, I want to make sure you're comfortable. Me putting on the Mel hat, focusing completely on running the board. I forgot to bring over the store, the, the Dort Spirec couple losers and the pad and everything, so I'm not feeding it. But I will say the following: um, I missed on everything badly. <laughs> um, I was very bullish on Leeds beating Chelsea. They fucked that right off with the Daniel James red card right off the fucking begin, right off the bat. And um, then, of course, I picked um, City to win. Um, over three and a half goals, and then I picked Liverpool to beat Southampton over three and a half goals, but that doesn't matter now. If only, if only City had scored that penalty, my second bet would still be alive, but it's not. Save from Fabianski. <clears throat> yep, but it's not. Oh, what a shit penalty from Morris. That means, <laughs> it was a comfortable height. You, you put it low or you put it high. You don't put it right shoulder in the height. middle. Yeah, you don't put it shoulder height. That's a bad us as keepers, Us as keepers, even with a penalty, you see that when you go, oh, I'm saving yeah. that bitch. <laughs> yeah. As you're diving, you're like, that's going wide. Got that one. <laughs> that's daddy's. So I am now down 600 and $95. Big Sam's Lock of the Week. Nice round number. 22.5% of the time, Graham. It works 100% of the time. Technically, that's not round. <laughs> I mean, that's about as round as I've ever given you. Have I ever given you well, a no, solid that's number? That's Normally, there's at least five or six or infinity. After the decimal. Going yeah, after yeah, that's the decimal fair. Uh, at one point, I think your percentage was pi. Yeah. it was. Well, I mean, there's been a couple where it's like 23.3. <laughs> um, but... I do not want any mojo on my club at all. So I am not betting any of the teams at the bottom. So I'm going to do a seven-game parlay for the end of the season, not including the Leeds match, the Everton match, and the Burnley match. I don't want that mojo around me at all. Okay. <clears throat> my seven winners are West Ham, Tottenham, Man City, Liverpool, Leicester, which is the tricky one at, South Ham well, at home to Southampton, but... That's the tricky one because that's a fuck-all game. Uh, Chelsea and the other tricky one, Palace to beat Man United at Palace. $100 bet wins me $2,912. So I hit that seven-game parlay, Sam. There might be four shots of Malort in your future. Could be. And four trips to the fucking backyard. But doubtful. Oh. <laughs> doubtful. Well, now, I think we have a friend yes. who's been waiting patiently, I must say. Yes, we do. Big Sam. Nope, wrong one. <laughs> I suck. And now, it's time for our degenerate gambling friend, Pat's Pick of the Week. See, and you thought drunken golf was going to be the problem. Nope, it's me hitting the wrong fucking buttons. I didn't put the little white cheat board over it, yeah. and I'm only yep, and I fucked it right off. That's all right. It happens. That's it's okay. staying in though. Yeah. I, oh. Oh. Yeah. Because because Mel would make that shit go away because she wants to you know you know make it all about her and be like no I never made any mistakes. I'm like no I'll put my errors out there because I grow. I grow as a human being. Okay. Hi, Pat. What's up? <laughs> Have you been drinking, buddy? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> and nah, it's been a good day. I mean, yeah, it's been a good day. 
Drinking an import, import, checking the stock market. That's a throwback you won't know, Grant. No idea what you're talking about. Yeah, it's from those commercials. Oh, okay. Got it. Because they do, it's, there's the What's Up. And yeah, then it was like 1994, go, right? right? And then the other commercial they did was all white boys, and it's, how are you uh, I, doing? I, do, I vaguely do remember that. Drinking an import, looking at the <laughs> stock market. Please, go ahead. <laughs> all right, Pat, how'd you fare this past weekend? Uh, well, I finally actually won one of my picks, Tottenham, and then the two were draws, which can't, yeah, lost. So I am back to even season for the year. I am at zero. Oh, wow. All that's very anticlimactic. And, and 0 for really, 12. Also 12. really fucking hard to do. He's missed. 0 for, 0 for 12, but hey, at least I did win one game that I picked. Yeah, Finally, after anything. anything, yeah, you're <laughs> no off. anything. Even my parlays were all wrong. Yeah, every single game out of a parlay was wrong. So you know, uh, it gave me a little bit of a sweat. But uh, then, uh, uh, like you said earlier, just said Wolverhampton went down one, and I was well, it was over. And then what? Uh, I think I picked Chelsea too, and Chelsea was down. Was it Chelsea or Liverpool? You picked uh, Chelsea to yeah. I think Everton. you picked Chelsea, yeah. Yeah, uh, what well, it doesn't what matter. They're both, yeah. So uh, I kind of gave Sam a heads up uh, this week. It's, uh, it's 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 a long list here. Uh, are you all ready? Go for it. Shoot. All right. I am picking every single game. Uh, I am going to place at least a hundred dollars if it's in the plus column, or risking what it is to win a hundred dollars. So Tuesday, we I pick Liverpool over Southampton at minus one and a half at minus one hundred five. Thursday, Everton over Crystal at minus one hundred one. Aston versus uh, shit Burnley yep. at plus one hundred four. Chelsea versus Leicester. Is that how you pronounce that? Leicester. Fucking that. Leicester. All right, whatever. Uh, minus one hundred five plus one hundred. Uh, to the Sunday, we have Everton versus Arsenal, a draw in that, plus 310. Chelsea versus Watford, plus two point, uh, two and a half goals at minus 160. Leicester versus Southampton, it's Southampton Leicester. in that, plus 260. What would what, what, what? You said Leicester again, Leicester. Oh, fuck. I would be good if I didn't unmute myself. Yeah. Look at me melling <laughs> myself. Getting <laughs> <laughs> the fucking mute button on myself. All right. Well, however, you pronounce that fucking city. Um, <laughs> Liverpool. How American of you? The Foxes. Liverpool. Just call them the Foxes. Come on, come on, so John. Get through American. the list. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Liverpool versus Wolverhampton. Uh, that there is actually no goal line in that. It was like seriously heavy, minus five hundred just to pick Liverpool. Uh, so I'm just taking the over in that plus one fifteen at three and a half goals. Uh, Man City versus Aston. I am taking the plus two and a half goals at minus one seventy for Aston. Uh, Crystal versus Man U. I'm taking Man U at plus one thirty. Norwich versus Tottenham. I'm taking the plus one and a half goals. Norwich at plus one twenty. Burnley versus Newcastle plus one forty five. I'm taking Burnley. Uh, Brighton versus West Ham. I'm taking a draw in that plus two forty. And Brentford versus Leeds. I'm taking a draw in that plus two thirty five. So with all that math, uh, if I happen to lose every single game, that would bring me down to minus one thousand four hundred thirty six dollars. <laughs> and what's not going to happen is me winning every game, which would put me at two thousand one hundred fifty nine dollars. So I'll keep you informed of how I'm doing. 
Good. Well, Pat, we will have you on next week just to recap all of your bets. Yeah. Because that was a lot. I think mm. And we'll, yeah, no, fuck it. I'm taking every game. I'm zero. I, what, what's the worst that can happen? Uh, it's uh, Mr. Graham's probably going to do his ten game parlay. I I did a seven game parlay. I just didn't bet the oh, teams that are at the I've bottom because I didn't want like that mojo. Minutes. You don't think I heard? Yeah, heard. Oh, that's true. You were listening. I did have you on mute. Um, the other uh, thing to uh, mention: uh, whenever you're talking about teams, last the the second name is the name you call them by. So, uh, Crystal Palace is Palace. Aston Villa uh-huh. is Villa. Just refer to them as their second name. That's a that's a rule across the board. Like Leighton Orient, Orient. Orient. Yeah, so Tottenham, always, shit. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well done. All right. Well, you well, when you see your text message that I sent you, you'll see that I wrote this on uh, the shopping list uh, page. So I was trying to get these down pretty quickly. I think he's talking about the notes. Yes. Well, oh, well yeah. done, stud. All right, buddy. Thank you very much. We'll check in with you next week to get your fucking. I am going to be the winner. I am going to come in, and I know. You know well, keep me on the line because I got to hear your ten game parlay or whatever the hell you're going to do. All right, go for it. Right. Well, hold on here, <laughs> Lars, Lars. Your thoughts? But also, that rule doesn't apply to. It's only when it's unique second names. Oh, okay, gotcha. Like Manchester United, everybody calls United. Right. But like Leeds United, everybody calls Leeds. Ah, okay. If you fair, think about fair. or like City, like Leicester is Leicester City, mm-hmm. but everybody calls them Leicester because. Man City seems to have owned the city name now. Ah, uh, for fair enough. Okay. Yeah, actually, so well when done. it's like a United or a City at the end of it, as the second word, it's usually not. Right. But when it's yeah, like like Leighton Orient, you, you call it Orient. Do it more often. <laughs> actually, we call them the O's. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the team for Baltimore, uh, by the way, is, is Leighton Orient. Is Leighton Orient, absolutely. Oh, definitely. 100%. All right. All right. Cool. Give us your bet. I have two bets. I have a midweek separate parlay from the end of season parlay. So I am up 347, as I said, after losing last week, obviously burning $100. Uh, thanks, Everton. Uh, Liverpool over Southampton, Everton over Palace, and Villa over Burnley in the midweek. That'll give me plus 410 on that mm-hmm. three-game parlay. Okay? Now, what you've all been waiting for all season, the old 10-gamer. Uh, 10-game parlay, all money line. I want to tell you what it is here, plus $30,303. So I will, with a fucking bullet... Be a number goddamn one uh, in this in this parish. Also, should I lose both of these? I still finish in the positive at plus one forty seven because I'm putting a hundred dollars on each of them. Good gambling. So, Brentford over Leeds, West Ham over Brighton, Newcastle over Burnley, Chelsea over Watford, Leicester over Southampton, Arsenal over Everton, Tottenham over Norwich, City over Villa, Liverpool over Wolves, and Palace over United. That's the one that kicked it up a notch. <laughs> Uh, plus $30,303. Nine-way parlay. It's 10. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, I, like I said, we'll have... Um, either way, no matter what happens, if I lose both of them, uh, I will still be in the positive plus 147. So if you two fuck off at all, I win this year. Bless your little cotton socks. <laughs> Daddy's feeling stuff? fancy. Yeah. Am I still on? Can you you hear are me? still yeah, on still there, here. stud. What's going on in your world? <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> uh, what's going on in my world? I'm just watching the O's and Yankees game. But in drinking, I'm not even going to tell you because it's embarrassing. All right. Take your white claw. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> it's, well, you're close. You're close. <laughs> truly. <laughs> oh, truly. That's like the, the, the bad version of white claw. Jesus. Hey, somebody left them in my fridge. I got to drink them. Oh, it is a truly. We called it. <laughs> 
Beautiful. Yeah. All right, brother. We'll catch up with you next week. I right, see you. I'll tell you what. Alan's meh. And the show's meh. Even though I'm doing, like, killer on the soundboard, you know what's better? You have a chicken. <laughs> you didn't expect to hear that, did you? All right. Well, doing my best producer, Mel. Kitty and Arsenal got beat down by Spurs. And since producer Mel is not here and handles all the correspondence, Kitty finishes the season at 18 and 14. And we all need to be reminded that a chicken in my backyard picks games better than us. Yep. As always, remember to bet legally and responsibly. Championship Corner! I've fallen, and I can't get up! Oh, no! Magic isn't going to happen. It's kind of sad. Huddersfield beat Luton 1-0 in the second leg. Huddersfield advanced to the playoff final, aggregate 2-1. I know, we really wanted Luton to be up there. It's honestly amazing that they're involved in the conversation. It's all not. It's all not in Forest Town. It's wild. Yeah, absolutely. And they take a 2-1 lead going into the second leg of their uh, semifinal through the Magic Radio tonight. And they're at home, right? (laughs) Yeah, they're at home. Yes, in that second leg. Yep. So hopefully it'll be Nuts Forest and... um, uh, what's it called? Huddersfield. So that's the same for Luton. Yeah. It's, that's sad. But, yeah, I'm all in on Nottingham Forest uh, now as well, um, especially because the two times we've got knocked out of the FA Cup in the last three years has been at the hands of Nottingham Forest. <laughs> Good. So you're going to drop six points to him in the league. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we'll make up for it. Oh, uh, Kill him. Lars, being a fan of the championship, seeing that your team was down there for quite a while, who do you want to see come up? Knotts Prob- or Huddersfield? <laughs> Probably Forrest. Yeah. Um, actually, funny enough, Huddersfield Huddersfield coach is a former Yelsa assistant coach. Oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting. Oh, so he co- cool. he coaches a very similar way huh. to what Bielsa did. He's one of the very few that, like, Bielsa has this very tight-knit, like, group that'll basically drop whatever they're doing at any moment to go help him assistant coach. Oh, cool. And he gets one contract for him, and he just pays his coaches. Like, they don't get contracts. Oh, okay. Um. Huh, that's it's, re- it's, it's a really weird thing. But so his salary looks way bigger than it should be because he was getting paid like eight, ten million a year. But, he's but he dispersed. pays his he, coaches. Yeah, he pays all of his coaches out of his salary. That's some really Argentinian like cook the book <laughs> shit. I think. Yeah, it, it's it's a bit weird. He had a lot of weird things going on with hey, him. He's like, just like Randy Moss, straight cash on me. But yeah, straight yeah. cash. Yeah, right. yeah, Carlos Corberon is uh, Huddersfield's coach. And okay, he, he was he was. Uh, he was running the U23s, but he was also one of Bielsa's assistants. Okay. So he, he's one of the few guys that actually stepped out on his own. Hmm. Um, so they're they're probably playing. I haven't really been watching much of the championship anymore, but they're playing a pretty attractive style of football. Right. If I'm, I mean, they did under Daniel Wagner as well back in the day. Yeah. Um, until they caught sophomore syndrome and, and fucked off. They decided it was better to just kick people instead of play football. And then uh, we all saw what happened to Daniel Wagner when he went to Schalke and uh, completely shit the bed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I would prefer Forrest up. Just they need a, they should be back up. Yeah, it, it's a nostalgia thing. I want Forrest back in the league. It was a lot with like you guys. Uh, Leeds should be in the Premier League, right? That's Leeds belong there, right? They're part of the furniture. So after that long of an absence, what was it, eleven years, fourteen years, something like that, sixteen. Yeah, it, it was, I was happy to see Leeds come back up, even though everybody fucking hates Leeds. <laughs> yeah, before last season, the last time I watched a 
Leeds game in the Premier League, I was in high school. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, that, and now I'm 35. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was like Villa too. I mean, when Villa went down, it was like fuck. Villa need to be in the Premier League. Yeah, that's it's just you know it's where they belong. Exactly. Wait, uh, after you, you all go down after the weekend, I'll say the same thing about you guys. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the worst part with West Everton Ham was, went down, went right back up. Yeah. Newcastle went down, came right back up. I, I think the, from a structural standpoint, though, as a club, Everton would have the most trouble going down. Because you have too many people that are paid way too much money. Yeah, you'd, you'd have a fire sale the second. You I, went down. I could, I could see a lead situation happening. On the bright episode. side, Tom Davies might get a game. Yeah. Hey, how about that? <laughs> um, all right. So before we go to parting words, just want to show everybody, uh, Sam. I'm going to send this photo to you so you can put it up on Instagram. Uh, the writings of the Unabomber, aka uh, Pat, for his bet. Fuck off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, That'll that, be in a museum at some point. Manifesto. Right? Yeah. yeah, that definitely needs to go up there. No doubt. Gambling Addicts Anonymous will have, when they do their museum finally, this is how bad things can get if you fall too deep into this. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up. Mr. Graham, I know we have a couple yeah. D-backs to talk about this yes, week. Yes, we do. Uh, please, party notes. Um The first one's going to be easy because it, it, it's kind of quick. Uh, apparently, um, at your game against mm-hmm. Brentford, uh, there were a select few um, dickheads. That decided to be racist towards not just a player, um, which you shouldn't be racist. Start there. Right. If you're going to be racist, at least be racist towards the people you're actually mad at. <coughs> Don't abuse the wives and children of two players. And that mothers. Mothers. Fucking ridiculous. Rico Henry's mom yeah. was racially abused. So it was Rico Henry's mother um, and then Ivan Tony's family uh, as well, which is uh, for some reason more abhorrent to me. I, again, no racist shit. But talk crap about the players on the field. Like I told you, I I stood in Goodison and listened to a 10-year-old boy scream at Alexi Sanchez, get the fuck up, did you hurt your fucking cunt, princess? (laughs) I've heard that. Like, that's fine. Yell shit at the players. Don't be racist. Right. You shouldn't be racist. Don't threaten them. Mm -hmm. But go ahead, yell shit at them. Tell them they're a fucking pansy. Tell them they don't know what they're doing. Tell them they suck. Tell them they lost the league. You could have said whatever you fucking like. Say that kind of shit. But your fucking family. Yeah. Yeah. Well, those guys make five to six figures a week to get yelled at. So you know, I mean, that's that's part that's part and parcel. The racist stuff aside, don't do that. On On a human level, your job shouldn't. How much money you make shouldn't allow people to say what they want. But in a sporting context, that shit happens. You're trying to get under their skin. You're trying to get any advantage for your team you can. That happens. It's that's part of it. Yeah. Fine. Yelling, hurling abuse at players is is not. Call them an asshole. New. Call them a wimp. Call right. them some. You know, exactly. something acceptable. There's r- absolutely the no does. reason to be racist. But no. And I'm going to use this term. I don't mean it obviously in a military way. But you're taking it out on civilians. Yeah. They're not part of the football. Yeah. It's their kid. On the field, or their husband, or their father, or their... Why are you yelling at them? They're they're just supporting their family member. It's fucking rude. Yeah, it's, it's, rude. it's absolutely insane. Even, like, even if it wasn't racist, <coughs> why are you talking to them now, at now, all? Now the positive that's come out of that? Uh, Rico Henry and Ivan Tony both called them out on social media, and Everton Football Club has launched an investigation and is working with emergency side police to identify the people that were racist and are going to ban them for life. Yep, which Done. is great, That's and hopefully what you they'll end, do. hopefully they'll end up in prison as well. And it was all very swift, and everybody came out and condemned it fast. It, mm-hmm. it was 
that part was well done. It was handled very well, I thought. It just sucks that it happens. It just and sucks that it happens. And, and it, it's just absolutely fucking ridiculous. And it brings attention to, you know, what has been over this past month, let's face it, fucking incredible at yep. Everton. The flares, the singing, the the singing spirit of the blues, the less singing the Leicester home fans out of the stadium to your own song. Like where you overtook it and you could hear it clear as day on TV. Yep. Like you watch any Everton match right now, you can hear everything they're singing. And there's gotta be those assholes that do that, which is really fucked up. Uh the second one is Even worse. A special kind of country. And I yep. again we try to step away from that word, but there is only one word that describes the manager of Crowley Town, and that is a fucking cunt. And when you hear what we say about him, all of you, if you don't use that word, guess what you're going to use? That fucking word to describe him. Yeah, um, so his name, so everyone knows, is John Yems. Is cunt? Uh, yeah, aka cunt. I didn't. I don't know what's happened yet. So oh, this, this wait is, for this series? one. You don't know this? No, I, I haven't heard this. So this, this so is going to be a doozy for me. I will read you the club statement first, relieving him of his duties, mm-hmm. and then I'll tell you what he did. Uh, <laughs> uh, Crawley Town Football Club was made aware of serious, incredible accusations that the first team manager John Yem used discriminatory language and behavior toward our players. We take these allegations seriously and effective immediately have suspended him indefinitely as we investigate and consider further uh, punitive action. Let us be clear. Crawleytown Football Club stands behind our players, employees, and supporters, and we will never tolerate racism or discrimination of any kind. Uh, so you want to know what he did, Lars? I'm very curious, cause especially with that lead-in. Cause... This fucking <laughs> cunt segregated the changing room. Black players and Asian players could not change with the white guys. Then took Muslim players and called them terrorists and bombers and uh, used a uh, threw around a hard R. Hard R. Hard, hard R, R a few times uh, with some of his black players as well. Um, the, the worst part about it for me is the actual institution, institution of the segregation of the changing room. It's 20 fucking 22. Yeah. It's, I, I know, I'll, I'll, first off, Start by saying, I will never know what it's like to experience being called that or having those things said about me. I'm a white guy. But what I will caveat with is it's a word. Mm-hmm. Sticks and stones, right? It hurts, I'm sure. I'm sure you can also rationalize and get over it. Actually instituting segregation into your changing room? Because you look a certain way, yeah. you are not allowed to change in the room with your teammates, which you're all supposed to be equals on the fucking pitch. In this day and age, with everything going on in the world, with everything going on in football, kneeling before the games, with with everything happening, this happened this fucking season. They just relieved him of his duties in April. How long was was that going on all season? I I don't know how long. It didn't reference how long. How does that not get nipped in the ass the the second one of those things happened? Fucking insane. Because that means it was allowed to go on. It is fucking insane. I'm I'm trying to take this in right now because I can't believe what you just told me. It makes my blood boil. It makes my skin crawl. We, We had gotten news of this a few weeks ago and, and we've been sam, waiting for an opportunity and, 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 well and also sam was like i want the full story i want it because this can't be this cannot be real 
and then you read it, I, and it's fucking it's real. So I, I don't believe it, and you just told it to me. It's like, so I, I can't believe that somebody would, even if that's how you think in your head, I can't believe that they think it would be okay to to, to display that. it to outwardly yeah. display it. it w- <laughs> like I, I, I mean, I am this your is, this coach. Is one of those, yeah, I need you, person of a different skin color, to score goals and help this team succeed. And I'm going to demean you by hitting you with the hard R, calling you a terrorist, and who knows what the hell he said to the Asian players. Right. Like that, that and making a change in a separate room. Yeah, you're like, you're not worthy enough to be here with the proper English lads. You need to go in the other room. You blank. Fuck. It is. It is. Uh, I hope he never finds another job. I hope he's put in prison, and they conveniently lose the key. I don't For think real. he'll find another job, at least in sport. He better not. No. I mean that w- that would be. No, if he's not fucking flipping burgers at McDonald's, is the really too good for him still. But is he a young guy? No, sixty three maybe. Okay, I was gonna say. I, think I mean, I he's made it as far as Crawley Town, so he's probably not getting a bigger job. Let's that's for sure. See. If he if he gets another manager job at all, it's gonna be uh, a volunteer job. It doesn't say <laughs> his age, but look at him. Yeah, he's he's well into his fifties at least. I mean, without even reading the story, you just look at him and know he voted Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right, that's gonna wrap it up, boys and girls. But you know what we are doing? What are we doing? Next time we go over, we're going to fucking Crawley. We're getting drunk. We're trying to find this fucker. Heard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's gonna wrap it up, boys and girls. Next up is injury time, where we talk about the beers we were drinking. Well, the one beer Sam was drinking because it's, he's a, it's not even a beer. The it's one a cider. cider Graham has been nursing, and uh, we'll chat with Alars a little bit, and we'll talk on check in on our adopted clubs, and we will preview the midweek and final weekend's action. Sam. Should somebody want to find injury time, how they go about doing it? Absolutely. One last time for you. It is patreon.com backslash the football show. We have one shiny, easy to use $5 tier. Just sign up to that. You'll get sound check and injury time, our pre-show and post-show uh, preview um, of the upcoming weekend. And it'll be the last injury time of the season. Yep. And then we get into uh, a, a crazy day of... Patreon requests, mm-hmm. um, so we can take some time off. <laughs> and I'm so tired. And then, and then, I'm so tired. But sign up and pay me, please. <laughs> and uh, yours truly is going to do a 100 uh, list countdown of his favorite songs, little yep. five minute clips for the entire summer. Yep, hundred so songs in hundred days. In the shower, there, Lars. Hundred songs in a hundred days. Yeah. Also, it, actually, I think it's probably about eight minutes because after he tells you about it, he sings along with the song. Well, of course, he end. has to. <laughs> If you have a voice like that, you have to say. Well, absolutely. And, uh, you know, just a little something for you to touch yourself to. There we go. <laughs> That's why you got the soft hands of the business, and you're my favorite little spoon. Just stuck. make sure you hit those Barry White tones. That'll that'll get it going. I, I still, if Chantilly Lace isn't on this list, I'm going to be super pissed. It's not. Fuck you. Buddy Holly's Fuck. on the list, but that's not on the list. Fuck you. It's not a favorite song of mine. All right. Don't listen. Sang it. Don't listen. This list is worthless. <laughs> hey. Hey, Lars. Yeah. Till next week, everybody. Oh, yeah. Good night. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Put you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right, A.A., the fucking Gooner Graham. 
Get the fucking new button.